Hi Shane. Hi Blair. Hi Rob. Thanks for having us over to do the podcast. It's a nice change up seeing how people live in the exclusive Emerald Lakes. Have you done much? Have you done much with the place, mate? Thanks for asking. Yeah, uh, I've got a sex room downstairs. Come check it out. Wow, it's really well hidden behind that bookcase. Yeah, I got Tom in from Top Spec Electrical. He added down lights, fixed the air conditioner. Wow, it really adds a lot of light over that apparatus. Oh, that's just a sex swing. Wow, I really love those bead necklaces. Ah, uh, the- they haven't been cleaned yet. Don't touch those. How do we get in touch with Tom? Top Spec Electrical. Call him on 0409 535 806. He does amazing work and is well priced. What do those clamps hooked up to the car batteries do? Well, I'll certainly be calling Tom from Top Spec. <laughs> he does great work. If you ever need me to house it, just let me know. <laughs> This podcast is rated MA15+. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. Gentlemen, good, good morning. Friday morning this time. First morning ever we've ever filmed in the morning. What do you think about it so far? Up and early? Up and Adam? Trano? It's the second time I think we've done it. We did it with Justin, remember? It's horrible. Yeah, we did actually. Just like you're this right. Time. It's way too early. Yeah, it is oh, way too yeah. early. Everyone knows I do my best work in the afternoon. Yeah, when you're up, yeah, you're awake for a bit. You yeah. spoke to a few people. Yeah, I come, I come good. I'm really bad in the morning, you know. So I'll try and bring it today, though, for the listeners, the uh, 20 that are out there. It's a Friday. We normally try and have a bit of a wind down Friday as well because it's such a big week and most of us have open Saturdays. So you got open Saturday and Sunday this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, nine open homes all weekend. It's like it's going to be shit weather <laughs> as shit well. Weather, yeah. Pissing down rain. It sounds like a good idea on Monday and then Friday rolls around and you think, why did I put those extra ones why in? Why did I do it? But we do it because we work for the it's client. For the, it's for the, you know, it's for the love of the client and to get them the best result possible. Blair, how you been, mate? Oh, it's been a pretty, pretty productive week for myself. Good. Big announcement. Go on. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. We've sold the Batmobile. <laughs> he actually has a touching button. We've sold the Batmobile, wow. gents. Mate, I wow. was aware of it, obviously, because we're in the same office now, so I was aware of the negotiation, and it was a... I thought it was going to go on for ages, so I actually came up with an opener for to talk yeah. about Blair's car going He calls forward. me. He calls me on, what was it, Tuesday? He's yeah. like, I've got this idea. I've got this idea. What was your idea? Let's let's make a song for the Batmobile, and it's a Batmobile segment each week on the on the show. <laughs> until it's sold. Yeah, on until the it's sold. And just I was like, him. I was like, I was like, yeah, just just record the song, like just sing the song, record it. Uh, I wonder if I've, I might still have it on my phone, so I might have to drop it in during post. Yeah, uh, we'll leave a segment here for it. Twinkle, twinkle, intoxicating car, how much will Blair sell it for? Spoiler, that is up so high, like a rocket in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, intoxicating car, how much will Blair sell it for? Was it? But yeah, no. Um, was it not the? Was it not a good song though? Oh man, I'll it would have been. It would have been a great song. I'll get you in touch with my song guy. Yeah. We'll make a Christmas album. That yeah, wasn't me guy. singing it. That was one of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, do go well. I I know what it sold for because I was listening to the negotiation. Blair went hard on this poor fella. He's pretty fucking. He's pretty happy with himself. Mate, he was a young kid. He was. I think it was probably his first or second car, and he. he I think it was the wing. The wing caught his attention. Yeah, uh, and all the girls just pull. Yeah. Mate, what 
I, last week I said I think it was going to be 19750 We both agreed under 20, yeah? Yeah, we thought it was under 20, but obviously he's gotten more than that. So I'm assuming he got nearly close to full asking price. He's, oh, he's, I, I did tell he's you. He's taken that. some poor bloke with a with a loan from the bank at 18% of the dry cleaners, I reckon. So I mate wanted, so you had 25 on it. So I advertised 25. You said you would have taken 20? Yeah. Go on, Blair. We settled, Drum roll. we settled on 22, boys. Wow. Woo! That is good. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. He's quick yeah. with the sound bites for his own story. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 We're waiting ages <laughs> We're for waiting now, now that I've done my segment, I'm just going to kick back and let you guys swim through it. Wow, I well, can't believe that. So when's he picking the Batmobile up? It's already done. It's gone. Oh, so he's done it. Already done? What are you Cash. driving now? Has the uh, uh, money gone in the bank yet? Money's gone in the bank. I've already purchased a new car. Well, you wouldn't I, give him the car oh, What'd you buy? So I purchased yesterday. I've gone a 2016 Mitsubishi ASX. Just a little Responsible. Nice yeah. Black Tamika. SUV. Um, would, it, would it have the intoxicating performance? Probably not. No. No, but it's got the back seat room, which, you I, know. I bet it's got intoxicating leg room compared to your last car, <laughs> well, that's, that's for it. sure. It's got the back it seat room. Would. The wife's wanting to get pregnant soon, yeah. so now take her up to the panorama, son. Take her up to the panorama. It's got the baby seat uh, attachments. That's really all Blair's after. Yeah. Yeah. Give the missus a service and get keep getting the Mitsubishi service for optimum performance. <laughs> that's it. Well, congratulations, Blair. Yeah, well can't done, wait the baby news coming soon. Yeah, we'll be on this podcast. Well, Penciled in. She's. She told me last night. It's penciled in. It has to happen on oh. December fourth. And I was like, "There's nothing like. Right. There's nothing like going pressure. in. Run, there's, yeah. There's nothing like going in there, being trying to be a trying to be a stallion." Yeah, at the start, and you've got a time frame. I've penciled in the doctor's appointment for December fifth, asking for blue pills when I don't perform yeah. the night I just, before. I just take it. I just take it slow. Enjoy it. You know, it's not a job. Enjoy, you know, enjoy, enjoy your like, work. Yeah, enjoy your yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Years of years of practice under the belt. The pre- so yeah, well, we'll that's right. The, the pressure, the pressure can get to you. So, you know, I don't want that to happen. You just, you just cruise away at your own pace. If the pressure builds, just release it. And keep us up to date. I might, op- I might make an opener. Yeah. yeah. Make to it, have an we'll update on how your going at to start is going. Well, speaking of Blair not being able to perform under pressure, I've got a quick follow-up story after last week. Shane mentioned that I was spotted um, at Emerald Lakes Golf Course and we did see a couple of uh, gentlemen down there, Joe Bird, Lurch. The boys asked me this morning, first thing they said to me was, mate, how'd the golf go? Yeah. I think Shane already knew because probably Joe Bird's been plastering all over the private group chats. But I can say coming down the 18th hole, Joe Bird and uh, Gibbo were one shot behind Spooge, Spooge's yeah. dad, Graham, great guy, um, and the big Reese, who reset after eleven rounds of golf, has never been has never been on a losing team. Can you believe that? Yeah, no, he lost to me and Joe last time because we finally beat him. Well, they were on a, a long streak and then we done him. Oh well, he's a liar then. Yeah, Joe Bird nailed. It's always foggy towards the end though because you forget what happens. Yeah. A few beers in. Joe Bird nailed probably an eight foot double breaking putt downhill to uh, to square the game. So Joe, after he did that, then he announced, no, there's no playoff hole because we're the defending champions. We take the trophy home. Wow. So he um, he gets our intoxi- Shane and Robbie's intoxicating performance of the week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well done, Joe Bird. That's my second best story of the day, of the, of the week, guys. Oh, here we go. Uh, God, you've really built into something. Mate, I'm, bu- I'm building. And this one, it's a bit of a throwback because you jogged my memory about this show you know, a few a few weeks ago. And I was having a chat to one of the new guys in the office. And 
they wanted to know you know how how we deal with some awkward situations if it you know do you do you confront it do you just step back and it jogged my memory about the time me and you went and saw we, we can name his name his name is dan we'll name him yeah. as dan that's his real name he had a couple of duplexes and he self-managed those duplexes and mm. we went and appraised it uh oh, about what eight months ago now yeah it was a while ago oh, yeah. And as we've got to the house, the it was a tenanted property. Dan did all the right things. He sent the entry notices off with enough time, seven days' notice, and all that. And as we've got to the house, we could we could tell pretty quickly based on the outside that the inside wasn't going to be looking too spick and span. Would you agree? It looked pretty shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There you was a spare there was a spare tire on the grass that had been overgrown to the point where you could just barely see the tire. There was a car there as well that looked like it hadn't moved in some time. Yeah, the car, that, that, the grass was up over the over the wheels. It was it was disgusting. So, yeah, it might have been it might have been an XL, uh, uh, Toyota XL, uh, Lance ASX, Lance, I think it is probably yeah. uh, 2016 model. Yeah. Lance just bought it. <laughs> Dan's knocked on the door, and uh, I can say we, it was a confronting sight with the gentleman who opened it. He was. It was almost next to, it was nude. Well, he wasn't nude. He was in his jocks. Um, it was confronting. Yeah. And he's like, he was a bit, he was a bit short, wasn't he? He was a bit like, what are you guys doing here? Who, who are you? Yeah, he seemed confused. Yeah, I think he's probably I as well. But Dan's like, mate, we, um, we're here to have a look at the home. We're here to, we're here to potentially, we're looking at selling the home. So I'm, I've brought the agents over. Mm. He got a bit shirty. He said, I have to go and ring me mum. So he went and rung his mum. In the meantime, Dan's essentially kicked the door in pretty much. <laughs> he, he didn't take shit, did he, this bloke? No, he, he's walked straight in. And from there on in, it was absolutely... It was, it was he, carnage. He sledged this poor family and this poor fella for the next 25 minutes. He called them every name under the sun. Quite, probably justified. There was... Kitty litter in every bedroom. There was cat shit on the floor. <laughs> it was just messy. Uh, it, was, no it, was, it was worse it was, than messy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a crap hole. It stunk. The it was. There was food and flies and just yeah. shit. Literally shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> he goes. We haven't had a chance to clean up. Um, yeah. Hopefully that's all right. Uh, we haven't had a chance to clean it this week. And do you remember what Dan said, Robert? I can't say it on the podcast, but there was a few adjectives in there. He's swearing. He's like, "You he doesn't look like you, what he doesn't look doesn't look like you fucking cleaned it ever or something." Like yeah. he, was, he was pretty it brutal. Looks like you, it, it's a fucking pigsty. Yeah, here. It, it doesn't look like you've ever cleaned it at all since yeah. you've moved in. Yeah, it was it was brutal. But the kicker was as we were leaving, the tenant asked Dan, "What's the plan? You know, we we'd like to resign and <laughs> we'd like to resign and you lease." <laughs> Uh, Dan let him know that in no uncertain terms. What was that one? Oh, I don't know. Poorly timed though. Poorly tight. <laughs> He's still getting used to it. That's a fail sound. Oh. <laughs> Have you not seen like, what is it? Uh, it's two weeks. Is right. We'll go back two weeks later. Dan, Dan, we, we, I drove past and, and these guys are moving out. Yeah. Um, oh, it was Dan's van that was moving them out. Yeah. They said, um, he said, do you think we'll be able to sign on? And he goes... You're getting, a, you're getting an entry notice to fucking exit. That's what you're doing. You're moving. You're, there's no way am I keeping you in here, you pigs. And we left. Yeah. Didn't get the listing, thank God, because that would have been a difficult one. But Dan was actually moving them out two yeah. weeks later. So yeah. whether he just had enough, um, probably, probably. But that's still, Dan hasn't sold that one. So we might have to go and revisit it, Shano. Yeah. Oh, wow. My God. 
that's me. That's all I've got this week. I've just uh, new, new kids on the block. Want to know how to handle difficult situations? I thought, well, I'll bring that one up. Listen to the podcast, young fella. Yeah. Um, okay. So it comes down to me now. Too. I've got a. I've got a six five seven. Yeah. So six. So Blair, do you have any creepy music there you could play? Unfortunately, not. Oh, it's a shame. I knew it. Why don't we have creepy music? Shane hasn't produced it and sent it to me. Yet. We haven't. We haven't had. We haven't had a like. We, you, we we've had, we've had, had ghost creepy, stories. We haven't had a creepy segment. Well, we haven't had ghost stories. Well, since true. True crime two. is the biggest genre in podcasting. So I thought, why don't we dip our feet into that, but also mix it in with houses? Okay. Now this is going to be a really flaky rendition of this particular story, and we know how the last haunting story went. It was a complete <laughs> fucking debacle. Well, it didn't help that it wasn't even haunting. It was just, it was just a, Shane hearing noises. <laughs> it didn't help that we were pierced. Um, yeah, <laughs> doing it. It was a dirty fly screen. That wasn't yeah. haunted. It was definitely haunted. There was a man in there, a ghostly apparition, doing dishes. If you haven't heard it, go back to episode two. Go on our Facebook. You'll see a man there washing dishes. Before you start, how many episodes are we up to now, Blair? This will be twenty-one. On Spotify and podcast, Apple, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, all the good places. Hey, all the quality ones. And we're ticking over ten thousand downloads. Yeah, we're getting there, tracking along. Yeah, we're in chat. We're in chats with Nova. Yeah, might, might be getting a show. Ten thousand downloads, Shane. That's about. Uh, it works. That you need. Might have to get my well-worn re- resignation letter ready for Pete if I get picked up by Nova. I think it's three dollars for every hundred thousand. <laughs> Yeah. Downloads. Yeah, that's we'll right. We'll be able to share a coffee soon. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. We do all the love of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll take that. Uh, so we're going to dip our feet into this story. So I don't know if any, there might be people out there that have heard this story. I heard it a while ago on another podcast, and I thought, why not rip it off and and put our spin on it? Now, what I want to, what I want, it's a true story. It happened. So what I want to do is, I would just want to, I want you guys to be put in the buyer's shoes, okay. and then at the end, I want to know if you would move out of this house. All right. Okay. So, so we, so we already live in it. Uh, no, you're renovating it to move into. You've just, you've just, just bought paid. it. You've just paid about one point. I think they paid one point three for it. Okay. So you've paid one point three to live in it. Big house. Like it's a big. It's been there for over. It's been there. It's one hundred and ten years old. But it's one of those big American houses. It's in a nice part of New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Coffee. Yeah. Like it's in a. It's in a really nice part of Jersey. So here we go. So if you want, you can be the. You can be the male owner, Derek. You can be Maria. Excellent. Okay. Um, so one night in June twenty. So there's a fair bit of reading, looking but good. God, it's good, gonna, God, it's going to fill the. Yeah. It's going to fill the podcasting made with the, some. Made that one point three just with my OnlyFans yeah. feet pics. So, so what I'll do is I'll put a deeper voice yeah. on so that it sounds a bit creepier. Do 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 do. One night in June twenty fourteen, Derek Broadhurst had just finished an evening of painting at his new home in Westfield, New Jersey. When he went outside to check the mail, Derek and his wife Maria had closed on the six-bedroom house at 657 Boulevard three days earlier and were doing some renovations before they moved in. So there wasn't much in the mail except for a few bills and a white card-shaped envelope. It was addressed in thick, clunky handwriting to the new owner. And on the type note, it said, Dearest new neighbour at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighbourhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Do you need to fill the house with young blood that I requested? Better for me, was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call them and draw them to me. Who am I? 
There are a hundred cars that pass by every day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from the windows at 657 Boulevard. Maybe I'm in one. Welcome, my friends. Let the party begin. Regards, the watcher. So, <laughs> do you like that, Blair? Would you, do, you reckon that, do you reckon that's, that's relatively creepy? But, yeah, it'd be a little bit creepy to open that. Yeah, so... Um, I don't think I could move out. I'd be too curious. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah. I would have to probably ramp up my, my craziness to, to match the watches. Yeah, so they end up getting shitloads. Of, they, they got quite a few letters from whoever it was that was doing it. Yeah. And um, so the second letter, 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of its secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which room. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the Watcher and I've been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you too, the broadest family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought you the past three families. Uh, greed is what brought... The past three families to 657 Boulevard and now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I'll be watching. Regards, the watcher. So, can I just, uh, before we dig into this a little bit more, I'm listening to Shane through the headphones. Yeah. And if this is what people hear in the car, that's creepy. You have a creepy fucking voice, yeah. dude. I've got like, a, That I've, is scary. Yeah. So. Now, in saying that, going back to the watcher, the watcher is clearly a neighbour. And the neighbour wants them to move out so they can buy the house really cheaply. I reckon they were the underbidder. They're a bit pissed off or someone's pissed off. I'd, I would go, my investigating skills would probably kick in really quickly yeah. and I would hit up every neighbour and I would find them. From the from the and hand, I would finish them. No. Yeah. From the from the from the, yeah. So I have a set of skills. So they so from the handwriting they assumed it was someone in their sixties from the way it was written and it was a male. So there was an older male that lived down the road in his sixties and he still lived with his mother and like his three other brothers, which seems a bit of a weird setup. That old. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, so it's Mervin. Yeah, it's Mervin. It's the Mervin of uh, the Boulevard. So they. They sort of looked at him. They looked at his sister because she was a real estate agent and actually didn't get the listing. Mm -hmm. Because when on one of the envelopes, they only got DNA off one of them and he sent a heap of letters. Oh, so they DNA'd this shit. Like, they, yeah. like it was a big police matter. Yeah. So yeah. They, they, got, they got a lady's DNA off it, but it didn't match her. So they ruled her out. I think they eventually ruled the creepy bloke out from down the road. Um, but they, they never moved into the house. They leased it out. Um, they, originally, what they did is they tried selling it. So they put it. They renovated a lot of it. They put a hundred thousand on the asking price about six months after they bought it, and by then the media had it and no one would touch it. Mm. So then they leased it out at a much lower amount, and it was costing them money because they couldn't afford it. Yeah. And they still continued. So some of the letters actually named the nicknames of their kids in them. So when was this? 
This was, I think, around like late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere around there. Were these letters posted or were they like hand-delivered? They were hand-delivered. CCTV. Boom. Well, I know. The story is in the late, late 90s, you said. Thank you. They had cameras back then. All right. It was June 2014. Hey. Oh, this fucking... <laughs> Case closed. I would have found it. I would have yeah. said nothing. I would have found it. Didn't happen. Then I would have finished them. Yeah. Did we so, find out who it was? Who bought the home? Whoever no. bought the home, that is... I'd be heading in that direction. I mean, I feel like there was a missed opportunity to not market it as like an escape room Airbnb experience. Mm. You could, so, have, could have been making that money. Yeah. That so, do we know who did it, Shane? Have you got that far into the story or you just read that this no, morning? No, so I'm going to bring no, this up. So the investigation stalled. The watcher had left no digital trail, no fingerprints and no way to place someone up the scene. Because they had police staking the street out and no one could catch him. Wow. So they sort of thought, could it be the Broadus' doing it? Could it, you know, could they have, could they have set it up? But it looks like they've lost. So what ended up happening is they sold it. They paid 1.3 for it. They had to sell it for 959000 because no one would touch it. Who bought it? That's what I'm saying. Who bought it? Some family bought it. That is my investigation would focus on that family. You think that's it? You think it's all done? Yep. Disgruntled underbidder. Yeah. Uh, a neighbour that missed out on buying it for so their family or friends. What they also tried doing is the old owners, the Woods that sold it to them, they'd actually gotten a letter from the watcher, but it just it sort of didn't really scare them at all. They just sold because it was time to sell, they said. Only one letter from the watcher. Yeah. How and long then, did the Woods have it? Do we know how long the Woods had it? Uh, I'm going, I'm going the deep The Woods had it for years and years, yeah. The Woods were there for ages, and then they got one before they were about to move, and then um, they didn't really worry about it, but the Broadusters tried suing them because they got a letter from the watcher and they knew he was out there, but they ended up, they ended up not getting anywhere with that they ended up not being able to because and then the, they actually ended up getting charged more because the woods countersued them to take for taking them to court oh. so they got they got screwed on multiple fronts um but it's an interesting it's an interesting story would it be enough to put you off because when they when they leased it out there was a clause in there that if a letter turned up again that the tenant could just vacate did but, a letter turn up but the, no and the the tenant the tenant didn't the tenant didn't care so much because they had two giant german shepherds so they were like you know bring it on but they were, they were like, there was, there was, they just couldn't, whoever it was, they couldn't catch him. It's still open now. They have not been able to find him. But I just thought I'd say, would you guys want to move? Would you, would you move in? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Maria, I mean, what would you? Yeah. Uh, you know. Do you I, remember my name? Jeff. Derek. Derek. Yeah. So. Maria's a busy woman. She doesn't have time for Derek. I would move in. Would so you, they, would you so move in? You don't like confrontation though, Shane. I know, you know, in a scrap, you know, the girls would run to you in a scrap. They'd look for you because you can get under the guard. Yeah. But the reality is you're a bit, you, you would run from a fight more than you'd run to a fight. Would you take the watcher on? Yeah. So I say the so it says here because I'm reading it because I don't I haven't prepared at all. So no, I did, I, I the realised that. The renter, <laughs> So two weeks, so Derek went there while the tenant was in there. Two weeks later, Derek went to 657 to deal with squirrels that had taken up residence in the roof. The renter handed him an envelope that had just arrived. Violet winds and bitter cold to the violent, spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. Oh, shit. So that was two and a half years after the last one. And then, um, so he was, he, he agreed to, the renter agreed to stay on if they installed cameras. So they had cameras, but they still couldn't catch him. <laughs> wow. And the watcher's still out there. The watcher is still out there, probably watching the house. 657 Boulevard yep. in so, New Jersey. Yep. So you can, you can listen to it on, um, I know it's on, what's that podcast called? It's like the number one crime podcast. Um, 
case file. Case you file. can listen to it. If you put it in Spotify, 657 The Boulevard, they'll tell you the story in much better detail. But I think um, they're missing out on an opportunity to make money, Derek and Maria. I would put a live video feed. Yeah. Around the house, well, they don't own it. and I would I would charge people subscribers to sub to, to, oh, to, no. to turn it into a haunted no. house and put just it, put it you you do the live stream through Twitch, that that gaming platform where they people all live stream to. There's live streams on there, just like a camera faced it like uh, in a zoo's of like otters. That's what I'm saying, and people can try and crack the case themselves. Who is the watcher? Surely there'd be people driving past there all the time if you you know wanted to go there and visit it. Telling you, just money making adventure. You know what's going to change it now is the Broadus has knocked it back, and there's a there's a company at the the movie company, and they've got a movie called The Raven, which is meant to be the watcher because they couldn't they they kept getting sued for you know using the story by the by them so a ceased and desist letter and all that but what's interesting is while i was reading this netflix is bringing it out as a tv show the raven which it's is the, no, no so the raven's already a movie but the watcher is coming to netflix essentially based on this yeah, story yeah so you'll be able to watch it on netflix the watcher what was uh, that website called blair twitch yeah twitch is that like only fans but without the porn yeah okay just, just just gaming nerds okay maybe when blair moves into the um the mansion up at Bar Scrub. Maybe oh. we could start dropping letters into him. Blair, I see you in there, in your study. What are you doing to yourself in there? Subscribe treating yourself five ninety nine a month. Treating yourself <laughs> like an amusement park. What are you doing in that study? I am the watcher. If you were to do it, you should do it on an audio file. Keep touching it, and you'll go blind. Oh, do like cassettes <laughs> and cassette players. Like drop them. This will self destruct. Yeah. There you go. Well done, Shane. Thank you. Some of, some of your best work. Thank you. That's what happens when I dive deep. Yeah, this you morning. We, we have it all in this podcast. We do. We have all the topics. And it was actually house-related, which was nice. <laughs> it was house-related. Uh, Shano, you called me during the week, and you have an idea. We've, we've, we've touched on it a little bit, I think, in the earlier episodes about trying to bring all of the offices together. Yeah. In, in some form of capacity, whether it's a you know, a Christmas party, a boxing event where we beat each other up, or uh, or a trivia office trivia Christmas party. Yeah. So I, what I thought was is we have a Hogwarts style hall with four rows of tables. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got three friends that we know of that would we could probably convince they can bring each each office brings and each brand brings their own open home flag to distinguish their their brand. Yeah, we have the Ray White. Yeah, it's we, Anchorman too, isn't it? It's where they have the yeah. showdown in the middle. We have Ray White. <laughs> we have Rain and Horn. Well. Yeah, we have Rain and Horn. We have LJ Hooker. Yeah, and I think we have BL Property Co. We get BL Property Co. Braden yeah. and team would be on, and then all four of us battle it out trivia. What are your thoughts, Blair? I reckon it'd be a fun night. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon it would get four groups of four groups of people that usually just only hear rumours about each other, and you know, oh, have you seen this bloke? Whatever, blah blah blah. And then you'd actually have a chance to meet them, and then actually decide if that person is, you know, the way that you think they are. Because sometimes, you know, you can get different ideas about people. It would be what roving reporters going from well, table to table. We probably have to ask the trivia questions. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. And then in, in between it, Blair can maybe do some roving reporting and ask questions. And yeah. what, what, do you, what do you really yeah, think of uh, Braden Lamb Property Co.? What do you really? Yeah. I, yeah. I heard he said this to a vendor about you to get the listing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could we so, secretly mic up a table, Blair, and listen to the recordings after? 
Yeah. I think you have to tell them if you're going to record. We would have to use <laughs> disclosures signed yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. You may be recorded for uh, pra- uh, practice. <laughs> yeah. I just think, like, what an interesting way. I mean, we've got, we could have the flags. We could have the, you know, the well, questions. They can bring, you know. You've worked in every one of those offices except Braden's. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't worked with Reed yet. I haven't yet. done Rain and Horn, no. Yeah, it's coming, though. But you've worked with Jason. Uh, you've worked with Jackie. You know how they operate. Yeah. Uh, I know pretty much all of them as well. I know a lot of people in your your office now or your offices now. Blair, it would be good for you. So, yeah, you should rove around and introduce yourself. But I think we should put it on. Where, where are you thinking? Are we are we going to a, like a pub, a hall? Yeah, it probably needs to be a hall to fit. I mean, I'm imagining it like Hogwarts, but I'm assuming that it'll be Haven't a really run-down it. shit community He's imagining well, each office is going to bring like well, 200 we are, we are actually the major sponsor for the Pimpama Soccer Club and they have a big conference room. Maybe we can use that. Talk to Pete about it. Yeah. Pete, when you listen to this, you remind me. Give me a call. Yeah, Pete, make it happen. <laughs> um, and we have like a trivia night and then, you know, we'll have a prize for the winner. They can have bragging rights. They can sit in a listing presentation and go, oh, you know what, you know. But Ray, Ray White, don't go with them. They were horrible at the trivia. Yeah, they were terrible. Don't use them to sell your house. They were terrible. It was real estate related. They got a, they got a lot of the questions wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can do that. You can have bragging rights until 2023. I like it. So let's put it together. Let's, let's actually... Let's say you win listings. It's like, look, guys, you could go with uh, Ray White. But see, uh, LJ Hooker here won the... Uh, yeah. yeah. You can bring out the trophy and go, here you go. Look at this. You can have your trophy in your office, the 429 trophy. Take it to all your listings. Like, you know, yeah. we're the best real estate agent here. We won the multi-office uh, trivia. Yeah. Like Blair, the, set up a Facebook page. Yeah, the 4209. Office trivia, real estate office trivia. Yeah, yeah like, like Game of Thrones, bring together the, um, the different, the different yeah. castles and whatever. <laughs> yeah. You've only just started watching Game of Thrones, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, let's, let's not have a w- red wedding no, uh, no, sort we will of not. ceremony. No, <laughs> no, I think, we just, I think we just bring the houses together, uh-huh. like at a sports carnival at a school, so instead of running and, you know, athletics, uh-huh. or, you know, we'll, we'll get them in, get, do a trivia, don't have to think of stupid names. You could just have... LJ Hooker. LJ Hooker. Ray White. Yep. Braden Lamco. Yeah. Well, BLCO, not Braden Lamb. BL. They, they yeah, he's trying like to make that. it not about himself, I think. Yeah, he is. Bless yeah. him. Um, so I think I think that's not a bad idea. Do a, do a trivia night. I'll reach out to Jason Reed. You reach out to Braden. Yeah. Uh, and Blair, you set up the Facebook page. Yeah. And we just, you know, we do it for like late November because no one wants to do anything like that in December. Definitely not. You know, because um, you've got Christmas parties and, you know, we've got like nine people's birthdays that were all born at the start of December. So, you know, we're already busy. It can be midweek. Doesn't Blair's, have to be Blair's, Blair was telling me he's cementing the side of his house. That'll be interesting to see how that turns out when we go there. So water. he's busy. Yeah, water's got to run away, Blair. Yeah. yeah totally don't have water running into the house. Running into the that makes me nervous. It makes me nervous that Blair's not getting a man around to help him. Maybe get Lurch out there too. I reckon if you could tell us Lurch's phone number off the top of your head, he would give you a free barrier. So I'll be paying for that barrier. Um, <laughs> Shane, what's the number? RMH Pest Management, 04236 90426. Uh, we like to thank RMH for their continued support. And uh, Blue Dog Plumbing, if you need a plumber, Google them. If you need a good electrician, top spec of the way to go. Um, they can also do make all your smoke alarms uh, compliant now with the new legislation. Get them in. Google them. Wow. <laughs> wow, this kid never oh, stops. Oh, it's getting longer and longer, yeah, the list. Never yeah. never, we've got to start charging people money for this as well. Yeah, yeah. Blair, tip of the week, my friend. What have you got? Have you been working on anything at all? 
not not how to negotiate a car sale either. We want something, the substance that the people out there listening really, really can grab onto and Ooh. run with. Ooh. You've had a week. I've had a week. You, I come up with segment. Robbie come, come up with segment every week. It comes up. You know that. Yeah. I know it comes up, but I've been a bit preoccupied this week. While you're thinking, what have you thought about the whole uh, whole Queen? The Queen thing? Yeah, the pageantry and the... No, it's going on a bit long. It's going on for a long time, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon, you know, she had 96 good years. Oh, like I, I, I thought she was a good bird. Yeah, she's, she's the last good monarch, I think. We're not going to live to see many more. And William will probably be pretty good. Like, you know, people have already decided Charles is... A bit how you going. You're never going to bounce back completely, probably after Diana. He lost a plot over a pen. Did you see? Have you seen that video? No. Where he, they film at him signing something and the and the pen inks on him like it, it breaks. <laughs> he loses his shit. Like you already know they've lost touch with pretty much everyone that's common. That's why I can't believe so many common people love them. But like I heard something the other day, Prince Charles does not put his shoes on until someone has ironed his shoelaces. That's how important his fashion yeah, is. Yeah, look, that, that's, I, I mean, don't that's, know. that's not funny. I've heard rumours about you, Shane, I don't believe, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't take all that. Oh, I don't know, Robert. But I'll tell you if something interesting today, happened. If it's on today, it's got to be true. Last night, I've got a, I got a, mate, a couple of friends who are over in the UK holidaying and saw they posted outside Westminster Abbey. Mm. And I thought, oh, shit, they must be lining up to do the, uh, you know, walk through nine, nine and a half hours to line up to walk through and see the Queen's casket. Mm. So I've said to her um, and her, par- her grandparents as she's getting close, I'm like, when, when you are walking in, let me know. I'll jump on the live stream yeah, and I'll check you out walking down. Yeah, that'd be good. Or just, yeah, film a, film a video, then you can put the link on YouTube and then share it with people. Man, I did. I recorded it. And I, I watched her oh, live right. walking past the Queen. That is how was exciting. It worth, was it nine and a half hours worth? No, no, no. Only I got her to call me or message me. Oh, yeah, no, but did she She had to wait nine and a half hours. Well, it's history, really, yeah. isn't it? It's mm. history. You, you can you can say you've been there. You can say you've done it. I think it's sad, but I think she had a good run. You know, she she's... You know, had a life of privilege and done a lot of charity to pay that, I suppose. Love the pageantry, but geez, it's like two weeks. I know. And like, they're all like, I don't know, people are lapping it up. I'm like, I'm getting over it. Put some normal news on. Not that I really watch the news. Go to Brisbane Lions. That's some normal news. Yeah. Blair, you've had, we've given you enough patter time. What have you got? All right. I guess, oh, I guess we'll start with this. Oh, yeah. Off. Because his tip, his tip is on <laughs> it's your it. lips. Because his tip, his tip is on it's it. your lips. He's the only person with an open and then forgets to fucking play it. <laughs> I didn't forget to fucking play it. We <laughs> need to call this you guy. Panic pushed. <laughs> we need to call that guy. Yeah. Next next episode, live on air. Alright. And, I'll, I'll and get him to sing that live. <laughs> oh, Blair will disappear <laughs> into the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you guys call him, I'm just gonna go to the toilet. <laughs> I'll, I'll book it in. I'll book it in. Go um, on, Blair. What do you got, mate? It's not Martin, your friend that's a train driver. No. No. no that's a great job he's got, Martin. Music guy, he's had, he's had a rough week. He's had COVID second week running. He's Does just, he? Yeah. He got did a did a holiday in America, got stuck there for an extra week and a half. What's his name? Martin. Martin. Oh, it's Martin. So Martin's the train guy, but he's not the bloke that just does the opener. No. Oh, so you got two friends. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> right. I always... I, I, <laughs> good for you, boy. No, because I... I, um, 
as you know, I've been a big fan of Martin's because he's he's not the train driver, but he's the bloke that sits in the middle, gets out at the station, blows no, the whistle. He's, and he's, he's on the, like over a hundred grand yeah, to do that. He's the man that makes about fifteen grand less than the guy out the front fucking driving the train and yeah. always really there for us to put a handbrake on if it detaches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> he blows the whistle to let the bloke drive and know that you can put the, put it in drive. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What type of and train plays, is what is it a steam train or something? Oh, between okay. between stations, he plays Game yeah. Boy. Yeah, he literally told me he's like they offered if they if we wanted to be skilled up into the drivers, and he's gone. It's not worth the extra fifteen grand to watch someone jump in front of the train as you're driving. Yeah, that's, that happens that's a lot. A, that's a yeah, that's that's a ching, isn't it? That yeah. job. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, How would you get into that, Blair? Uh, he got into it, so his... His father did it, and then his grand- grandfather his before him. His father-in-law did it. Oh, You're right, close. You You've got, got to know someone to get into these. Because this it's like the bloke... Remember Could that you? bloke you knew? And he's like, oh, we go around to shops and um, we do slip tests to make sure people don't slip over on the yeah. tiles. Yeah. Tell us about that geezer. Yeah, Blair, his name is. It's, he's got an, got an incredible company. He literally goes and does... Slip test, it's in the name. Yeah, so I think it's Slip Test Australia. So if the tiles are too slippery, he yeah. goes there and makes For insurance them. purposes, big, got big, big like Westfields and any shopping centres or any businesses really he where customers wears, walk in. His, his uniform is stock standard runners. Yeah, <laughs> he goes I, around I, I don't know. Sure it just like does slipping motions just to make sure no one slips over. I don't know exactly how he does it, but I think he has 15 different pairs of footwear yeah. and he just tries them all on and walks yeah, through and there. And he gets the wife's high heels on yeah. to make sure that she's covered. Gets yeah. some stilettos. Make sure but it's all good. He was on a fortune that bloke. Well, he, I think he has every. Well, he's over in Canada at the moment doing some. So he's at the conference travels. for it, the World Conference in Canada. I wonder if they're selling yeah. DVDs <laughs> and books at the back. No. <laughs> this particular linoleum flooring. Don't tell anyone to lay this. It's been a slipping hazard. It's killed people. Uh, so, yeah, Blair, great guy. And, um, yeah, absolutely ranking. And only, only bloke who I think who does it all. There may be some. Other companies come in now, but yeah, he had why a loophole. Why don't we? Why haven't we stumbled across something like this? Like, why are we busting our asses fourteen days a week doing this crappy job when I could be at Bunnings? <laughs> Did he say 14, fourteen hours a week? No, fourteen days. Oh. <laughs> why? Why are we busting our? He our, did say fourteen <laughs> days a week. He's now trying to blow it off. Yeah, fourteen days a week. <laughs> Fourteen days a fortnight. That's what I'm working. Why? Why are we doing that when we could be going to Bunnings and slipping over and going? Oh, you guys, you, you know have what? to. You're gonna have to paint the floor a different shade of blue because this is just this is a hazard. And give me ten grand for the work. And give me ten grand. He was on a fortune that bloke. Yeah. I'm like, why? Like, because he had the franchise to do it in Queensland and WA. Uh, Victoria, I think. And yeah. I said, why don't we move to? WA or yeah. Northern Territory, and we'll just slip around Darwin. Yeah, all over the place. <laughs> just skate around. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be the dream? I'll look into You've it. You've only got to have two legs. I'll, see if, he's franchi- I'll see if he's franchising Ask out. him. We'll buy it. Now yeah, we've put it on here. Everyone will be doing it. Check. <laughs> we'll fucking buy it. Yeah, slip. I think slip, slip Test Australia. Check him out. If, you, if you've got a slipping issue, then oh. give him a bell. Like, just... He's saving businesses so much money by just wearing a pair of sneakers and going around going, that falls all right. That will that that passes the test. There's probably more to it. We'll find out. Like, how was your day today? Oh, I slipped over a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Blair, what's your fucking tip? Do you want to play the week? Play, play the opener again. What's your fucking tip? Tip of the week. I'm going to go buy some sneakers with a bit of grip on it. I don't want to go ass up in one of these shopping centres. Um, no, unacceptable. What's your tip? Go. Tell us Look, uh, tip of the week. Um, this is for anyone, I guess, building, doing renovations or anything like that. 
trades are booked up at the moment. There's usually about an eight to fourteen week back day. Oh, thanks, Scoop. If someone if someone takes the job, <laughs> confirm and like get in writing from them that they're gonna do the job. I've had someone pull out after just wasting a month of my time. I now need to find a fencer within a couple of weeks. So we're getting tight. We're getting tight, but we'll get there. I know a bloke could probably do it. Maybe. Did my bloke not come through with the goods? No. Didn't he? No. Oh, I might have to make a I call. I know the bloke doing lunch will no. be able to do it. It's all we'll, good. I got we'll, a, we'll got talk about that off air. I got another guy coming through. He's a genuine guy and he's a landscaper as well. I do have landscaping work in the future. So if I can get that relationship going with him. And um, get some good work out of it. Should have told me that off air. I probably would have called him and gave him a bollocking. But yeah, let's talk about that off air. Yeah, it's all good. Well, yep. I like good tip. Wow. Get a commitment. Get a commitment. Get a commitment from a trade. Well, yeah, it's hard. And they're also paying a foot. Like if you do get a quote, usually they're, if the person. Would you pay 50% up front, Blair? Or would you say no money up front? I would happily pay 50% up front. If, you, um, if you've got a guarantee, they're going to turn up. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. To guarantee the turn up. But yeah, I guess I would I would pay whatever need for the deposit be. Because um, it's such a shortage as well. We've, like. backed, we've put it into the mortgage as well. So the final payment would have to come through our bank, the mortgage. Um, but yeah, I've got... I've got money. Happy to go a couple of grand in deposit. Well, he's three grand up from oh, selling yeah. the car. I know, isn't he? He's isn't he? flushed he's made with a funds. Fortune. I mean, I don't think we need to pay him this week. Probably next month. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's my week this week. So yeah, don't have to pay him this week. Good no, call. He's made a fortune on that car purchase. The sale, you know. Well, <laughs> well, gentlemen, that is it. I think we've hit our quota again. It's good to see you, Shane, on a on a wet Friday morning. Yep. Um, great, great story, mate. Congratulations, Blair. Listen to 657 The Boulevard if you uh, want to be a little bit freaked out by The Watcher. And I will certainly be watching Blair's house to see what he gets up to in the coming months there. Well, I saw you doing that dodgy that cementing. That'll never pass a building and pest, Blair. Regards, The Watcher. And if, <laughs> and if you're going to plug other people's podcasts on our site, we should probably get everyone over to the socials as well, Facebook and Insta and all of that yep. jazz, and, and like it and save it. Yep. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you all next week. Cheers, boys. See ya.